Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey there, Brain Stuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here. Recently, California state legislators made headlines threatening to cut off tax payments to the federal government in response to President Donald Trump's executive order, punishing so-called sanctuary cities whose police forces do not hand over illegal immigrants to the federal authorities. California is one of about 14 donor states where residents pay far more in federal taxes than they get back in federal aid and contracts. While Californians are unlikely to commit mass tax evasion, it does bring up the question of why some states are more dependent on federal money than others. Joseph Henchman is vice president of legal and state projects at the Tax Foundation, a nonpartisan organization dedicated to tax policy. He explained that there are several factors that affect how much bang each state gets for its tax buck. He said, on the revenue side, the biggest driver is the federal income tax, which is a very progressive system. This refers to the fact that earners are taxed at higher rates as their income increases. He continued, 
So in places with higher incomes, California and New York, they're putting a lot more into the system. On the spending side, there are a lot of federal programs to help low-income people. So if your state has a lot of low-income people, you tend to be a net recipient. Back in 2005, the Tax Foundation published the very first state-by-state comparison showing how many federal dollars each state receives for every dollar paid in federal taxes. At the time, New Jersey was the most generous donor state, paying $9,902 in federal taxes per resident and only getting back $6,740 in federal spending. That's 61 cents for every tax dollar. Nevada was the second big donor, mostly because of taxes on casinos, followed by Connecticut, where its high-earning residents got back just 69 cents on their federal tax dollar. The biggest recipient state in 2005 was New Mexico, where taxpayers got a two-for-one special, receiving $2.03 in federal spending for every dollar they paid in federal taxes. In addition to having one of the highest poverty levels of any state, New Mexico is also home to huge government-run nuclear facilities, large military bases, and lots of federally owned land. The other top recipient states were Mississippi, with its large, low-income population, and Alaska, whose small population numbers and long history of Washington, D.C. earmarks resulted in nearly $14,000 in federal spending per resident compared with $5,400 in taxes paid. WalletHub ran the numbers again in 2016 and found most states in roughly the same spots, with large swaths of the Deep South receiving far more federal dollars per capita than New England and California. Overall, Kentucky, Mississippi, and New Mexico were the most dependent on federal funds, and Delaware, Minnesota, and New Jersey were the least. Much has been made of the fact that red states, states that typically vote Republican, receive far more federal dollars per capita than blue states, states that typically vote Democrat, even though Republicans strongly advocate for a smaller federal government and cuts to entitlement programs. In WalletHub's analysis, wherein lower ranks mean the state is more dependent on the federal government, states that went red in 2012 had an average dependency rank of 17.13, while blue states averaged 33.23. When the Tax Foundation looked specifically at how much a state's total revenue came from federal grants and aid, the numbers were pretty stark. Both Mississippi and Louisiana relied on federal aid for more than 40% of their general revenue. Tennessee, Montana, and Kentucky came in just under 40%. All are red states. Sources of grants in aid include Medicaid, transportation money, law enforcement grants, housing grants, anything, John Henchman said, where the Fed government is cutting a check to the state government to then transfer it to recipients. There isn't a formula on how much federal money each state gets. Henchman points out that more than 75% of the federal budget comprises Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, social programs like food stamps, and defense spending. Social Security is technically a trust fund and not aid. The rest of the money allocated to a state depends on the income of the people living there, whether military bases or defense contractors are located there, plus how good its politicians are at bringing home the proverbial pork. 80% of federal revenue comes from income tax and payroll taxes. Henchman is a Californian himself and understands why his neighbors grumble about subsidizing federal aid programs in other states. For one thing, large amounts of federal spending allow red state governments to keep their taxes artificially low. The highest individual state income tax rate in Mississippi and Alabama in 2016 was 5%, while top earners in California and New York paid 13.3% and 8.82%, respectively. Part of the problem is a far-off federal government trying to legislate one-size-fits-all solutions in states and localities with different needs. 
And some argue this redistribution helps to level the playing field for all citizens, regardless of which state they live in. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tristan McNeil. For more on this and lots of other political unpacking, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.